This is the Defender Radio News Brief. I'm Michael Howie, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers. This news brief is brought to you by the Defender Radio Patreon. Help us reach our goals to get transcriptions of select interviews, some freebies for supporters, and more. Support the show for just $1 a month at patreon.com slash defenderradio. It's just about impossible to be Canadian and not hear about oil, pipelines, tankers, and other environmental and political hot potatoes in British Columbia and Alberta. But in many of the debates, regardless of which side you fall on, there is one element often forgotten. Wildlife. The impact of oil and other materials on wildlife can be extreme, and there is little in the way of support for the professional and volunteer rehabilitators who try to help the animals. Fortunately, training is available, and there are dedicated individuals and organizations out there working tirelessly to help animals who come into contact with oil. To discuss what kind of specialized treatment is required, how animals are able to recover from oil spills and other incidents, and what the public can do to help, Defender Radio is joined by Linda Bacher of the Wildlife Rescue Association. This is a news brief edit of our interview. A full version will be made available later this week at thefurbears.com, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. The term oiled wildlife brings to mind images of waterfowl trapped in oil slicks on the coast. But that's not the only time that animals come into contact with oil and require care. It ranges from the one-off oiled bird that simply goes into a dumpster with vegetable oil from a restaurant. Like, we see that a lot. They get into oily puddles at gas station or a car mechanic shop. And then you have smaller spills, like a small uh, truck crashes on the road, and you have a small spill that goes into a puddle or a stream or a lake. You have illegal dumping of stuff. Oh, lots of contaminants are bad for feathers and for fur. So uh, we've seen, you know, small ponds with ducks on it that get uh, contaminated with, with uh, illegal dumping of, of things. Um, and then you have the inland spills of potentially a pipeline bursting or a, a rail um, a railway car that has oil in it um, crashes and creates a spill. People without the proper training trying to help an animal who has come into contact with oil, or is injured or ill in some other way, could actually end up causing even more problems, Linda says. If you're not uh, qualified, if you're not trained to do this, you won't get it right in, one, in, in the first wash. So whatever you're doing to help getting that oil off their skin or feathers, um, you won't you won't be successful because you don't know the proper technique. So we'll have to do it again. So that's a big stressful situation on that animal. And if the, like I said, it wasn't stabilized beforehand, it could actually be too much for them and they won't survive in the end. Um, if the animal has been out for a couple of days before it was found and brought to us, it probably didn't eat because what the thing that birds do and mammals do um, when they have oil on their feathers or skin, they want to get it off and they're frantically preening to get it off. So they don't eat properly and they're ingesting oil at the same time. So they are debilitated, they're emaciated. And if you are treating an emaciated animal, um, you're just eating away and they don't have the energy to recover. So 
nutrition wise we also we check their blood values before we do a big treatment like a like a wash to make sure they have enough energy to go through this so yeah it could have detrimental uh, effects on animals if you try this yourself if you do want to get involved and help your local wildlife rehabilitator or nonprofit agency there are a few tips linda wants to pass on uh, whoever you want to donate to, call them first to see what they need uh, and go from there. And if you want to get involved into helping oiled wildlife during a spill, the best thing to do is get experience by volunteering at, a, at your local wildlife rehab center. To learn more about the Wildlife Rescue Association or how to get involved with them, visit wildliferescue.ca. That's it for now, folks. Remember that a full version of this episode will be available later this week. And if you're able, please leave a review on iTunes. It goes a long way in helping the show get noticed and heard by even more listeners. You can also support Defender Radio for as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash Defender Radio. Until next time, I'm Michael Howie for Defender Radio, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong. Stay strong.